This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. This is In the Conversation. We live and uncut, talking about Luke Cage and Vlad's resistance to its special effects. Tune in. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yo, it is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon, and as always, on my right hand side, I got El Alcalde Vladimir Camaño. Ah, shit. And <laughs> My left hand side, I got. You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad, right here in the conversation. That's what's up. Yeah, y'all. That's what's up. (laughs) 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 Got a sweeper on this drop. This job gets longer and longer every time. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Oh, man. Everything is great. Man, man. fellas, I got. I tried to get those uh those OVO twelves and uh, no luck. Oh yeah, that was gonna be a reach. That was gonna be a a, a hard one to get. Uh, those are that. It's a beautiful shoe though, man. I give it that though. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's, it's a, a nice, nice. It's a nice sneaker, man. That uh, I went on Flight Club. They're going for eight hundred already. Yeah, the hype is real. The yeah, hype is real. It's the you know, getting a little tired of the hype. You? Yeah, man. So. I was we were just talking about this today. I was in uh in West Seventy Second. Shout out to my people over there, and they put out a they just put out a three with a like an all black three, an all black upper with a white bottom. It looked kind of nervous, mm-hmm. but it was just it, it starts to make you, you know. Sometimes you start seeing like how far are they gonna take this shit. How much are they gonna bleed? But you know you can't be mad. You can't be mad at the 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 dealer. If the if the the customer is so thirsty, you understand? Like it just feels like I'm good. I don't need to be manipulated. I I I'ma see myself out. I see that's kind of fly. That's gonna be limited, which is all fucking controlled anyway. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just I feel real Danny Glover with it right now. I'm too old for this type of shit. I'm like ah fuck it. I'm not chasing y'all. I tried to get a Yeezy through mm-hmm. the fucking the the thumb app. The confirmation that we got to press the button at 3 p.m. on the dot, and then I pressed the <laughs> button. I thought I did it in time. They were like, nope, nope, sorry. Uh, you just There are no 12s in your area. Get the fuck out of here. Bleep, bleep. Anyway, my bad, Vlad. So you said you no, tried. No, no. I tried, but you're right. You're right. You you, you can't blame Nike for, for, for the demand. No, nah, you can't because the, the, it's, the, it's the people out there that's thirsty. But however... I've been hearing a lot of Jordan shit has been sitting on shelves and that cuz that Yeezy Yeezy's really going going crazy with that pseudo limited uh demand. But, uh, but <clears throat> how many but it's only been, you know, they don't come out that often, do they? Yeah, not that often. I mean, they come so out it's, So it's the Yeezy shutting shit down. They just got more attention right now. They're like the sought after shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like that is the that shows you really either you connected, somebody know you, or you really you a lucky motherfucker when you walking through it, or you paid a lot. So so the Yeezy, the new Yeezy is the shit with the orange 
splash yeah. across it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ver- the volume. The- I thought those I thought those were horrible, man. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they look like a like a sweater with styrofoam. <laughs> um, I know I sound like I know I sound like an old man, but I saw them, and uh, it just I was I just looked at it. I was like, in what world is this? Uh, you know, it it looks like a sweater. Well, they've been looking like a sweater. They knit it. They they've definitely been looking like that. Hey, yeah. They're a basic looking shoe, but I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like these with the little with, with the, the orange. Nah, yeah, man. I kind of like no, these more no, than no, no. Yeah, no. I'm not gonna lie. No. I tried for them. You know what I mean? I tried, <laughs> and that shit did not happen for the kid. I wasn't paying more than box. That's the thing. Like Yeezys, they go for like two, like two fifteen box, mm. right? Mm. But motherfuckers can't never get them, so they go up. Six to a thousand, you right. know what I mean. So it's like, nah, I never pay because the shit looked like a like a Roche, like a Nike Roche. Yeah, it, you know it, what I mean. It got elements of different Nikes. You know what I'm saying? Like when they came with the lunar, with the lunar sole and all that, kind of looked like that model, those models of Nikes. But you know, it's whatever. Hmm. If y'all like them? I love them, man. I because I uh, <laughs> uh, I I like it. You ain't really no, because fu- I, go ahead, Vlad. No, no, because uh, the twelves also came out with the wool, the wool ones. I don't know if you saw those. I saw those. I saw those, and I'll be honest with you, those shits look a lot better in person than I thought they would look. I'm not mad at that shoe. I wouldn't buy it, but um, it's not a what bad pissed, looking shoe. What pissed me off is the marketing behind it. It says, it says uh, you know, I was on the website and it said, uh, stay, stay warm. And I said, I don't buy Jays. For warmth, how about ACGs? <laughs> For huh? warmth, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, it's just like no. But I, I was about to buy the, those twelves. I tried them on. They, they, they didn't feel too good. Uh, well, fuck it. Well, fuck it. Let's let's not. We cracked this podcast open, complaining like a motherfucker, huh? I know, I, mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know oh, I know. Ali, like I ain't complaining. I'm just I over know. here chilling. Nah, I was complaining that I wasn't gonna get them. That's all. You wasn't gonna get what the twelves? Nah, I'm one of them. Why not? I ain't in the market. Oh, all right. Well, that ain't no complaint. Well, like you was out there looking for them. He wasn't nah, shut down. I get I get the ones I like when I get them. You know what I'm saying? It's very, you know what I'm saying? Ones, threes, right. foes, in black. It's this. You know I mean? that, that's it. You know what I mean? It's this psychology of you should be lucky to get them. That's what makes this shit become such a pursuit. That's why <laughs> when you when you do get some shit like, oh God forbid, oh my God, you stumbled across a, a fucking pair of Jordans for box price, you feel like you need to pull the trigger in that moment because this is such a fleeting opportunity. That right. that shit is all manipulated, man. Right, and right, it's right. like it's that it's been winning for years. No doubt. It's very interesting. Anyway, how you doing, brother? What's going on? Hey, brother, I'm doing well, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming right. off this old black-ass weekend. <laughs> old black-ass black, weekend? Black, 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 black renaissance black weekend. Why you call it the black renaissance weekend? <laughs> Tell me why. Because it was just a lot of black things happening in culture. Are you good with it? Yeah, I'm great with okay. it. I'm black, right? Of course, but I mean, I'm, for a hot second, you sounded I'm, exasperated. No, like no. Black-ass. No, I oh, mean, okay. <clears throat> I mean I'm, I'm, I'm full. You know how they say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Your cup, your cup runneth over. Yeah, my yeah. blackness runneth over. Yeah, it's a lot of it was a lot of black content going on. You know what so, so, so you had you know you had one you had the Luke Cage drop. Yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. We had the Solange drop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna get into that. Okay. We had uh, the insecure little premiere thing. You yeah, know, you know we got into that a little bit. Okay. Then um, it's just a lot, man. Then you had uh, you had. 
Obama had the South by South lawn with, you know, all of the blacks was on the White House lawn. <laughs> Swag surfing and shit. Wow. <laughs> we get into that. Okay. Then, you know, <laughs> Harry Belafonte had the Mini Rivers Festival. Okay. Which is a, you know what I'm saying, social movement, you know, bring all the artists together to, you know, support social movements and stuff. So you had all the artists out in Georgia doing that. Wow. Then you had the Roots Picnic in Manhattan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Shit. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit going on. And all of it was hitting, and all of it was successful. And you know what I'm saying? It was nothing that stereotypically associated no with, you know what I'm saying? Big black weekends. It was a good ass it, black weekend. It felt like a moment, you know what I mean? You know, it's so funny that you say that because I was saying that to a friend of mine. Uh, another, another black moment. I went to a, a friend, comic friend of mine, Phoebe Robinson. She had a book release party mm-hmm. yesterday for her book, You Can't Touch My Hair. Shout out to Phoebe Robinson. Check the book out if you get a chance. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the room with a lot of, you know, the, a lot of the black uh, comedy creatives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I was talking to Ray Sani, who's a comedian, funny comedian. And uh, we were talking about, she was like, yo, have you seen Luke Cage? I said, yeah, I seen Luke Cage. I seen a few episodes because it's right. a lot of shit. Right. Like, it's a lot to contend with. It's <laughs> right. a lot of- It's a lot like, of episodes. It's an abundance <laughs> of content coming your way. So I seen about two episodes. We're going to get into that. And then, actually, what happened was, before we even got into that, uh, it was a Q&A going on, and the woman, I forget who it was, if- I, if I'm not mistaken, it was, well, I don't, I don't want to be mistaken, so I'm not sure who the moderator was. I don't want to say the wrong person, but the lady asked Phoebe, who would you like to collaborate with? And she said Ava DuVernay, which turned to a conversation about, was it Queen Sugar? Mm-hmm. Is the show that's on. My lady told me she saw a few episodes, was mm-hmm. feeling it. I remember when Atlanta premiered, there was uh, somebody I, on, I call Woke Twitter, mm-hmm. that tweeted, yo, it's very deliberate. That Queen Sugar and Atlanta come on at the same time. <laughs> so we laughed about that, but then the realization was, you know, when you when you take the uh, the paranoia filter off, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of black shit going on. It's right. not even. We keep saying it's a moment. But maybe we should just say, yo, this is just how it's going to be from now on. Right. But you got to embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why, that's why you got to call it, recognize it as a moment. You, that's your favorite shit. A moment? Recognize the moment. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to go in the club and just be chilling with your you know, nah. regular shit on when you're in the middle of a moment. Uh, that's true. You know okay. what I mean? You see what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. You got you gotta, you gotta to embrace it and let, let it be. Yeah. Let it live. Let, let it, it just live. live. Let it, you know that's what just what it is. Yeah. But what, what's up? What y'all think? Thinking about Luke Cage, how you feeling, Vlad, Muhammad? What's so, going? So you know, uh, it's a kind of a nuanced conversation. Um, I love, you know, I love, the, I love the show. The you know, the the black superhero, the, the fact that it takes place in Harlem. Okay, hold on one second. Hold on before we go any further. Just for both for everybody here, I only been maybe two and a half episodes in, so. Keep the spoilers <laughs> to a minimum if y'all can. Just give me, you know, broad strokes. Balls. Okay, uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the main thing that I can't stand about superhero TV shows uh-huh. oh, is shit. that the, the, the special effects are limited by the budget. Okay. I saw you tweet some shit. Go so, ahead. what ends up happening is that the special effects moments get reserved for these, like, really, really small set pieces. Okay. Um, for example, in Luke Cage, you know, 
you're half an hour in, mm-hmm. and the only special effects is him lifting a washing machine to get a girl's number. Right. Yeah, and, but uh, they, they, was, they was breaking down the stories for you. You know, they didn't really get going to about episode four. So, you know what I'm saying? All those episodes was the setups, you know? And it has so much story that yes. I don't think it has to lean on special effects like right. many other. Is, but go ahead. And I, Keep I going. hate to say this. I hate to say don't this. Don't say it. I, hate to, I don't watch Luke Cage for story. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see some bullets. I want to see some some, oh. some 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 superhuman stuff. Yeah. Well. You know, right now it's looking looking like a like a I could watch a Spike Lee film for all the story they're pumping out here. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's not a bad thing. So wait a minute, are you saying on this podcast you do not want to watch any black filmed entertainment about a black superhero unless he is contending with a hail of gunfire? Is what that what you're is, saying to me? No, what I'm saying is I'm I, I'm losing okay. interest in Luke Cage for this. For the same reason that I lost interest in Daredevil, I stopped watching Daredevil. I stopped watching all of them shits. I'll be honest with you. It takes it takes it takes forever to get to get what you watch the show for. But see, I came to Luke well, Cage not to because look, be honest with you, I've always heard of Luke Cage. I've always seen him as like a peripheral superhero. I hate to say it's fucked up, maybe not just because he was a black superhero. Even though I do feel like black superheroes never got the proper promotion. Never got the push that you would see, and, it, and the motherfucker was out in like a le- like a, a like a yellow rayon suit, like a yellow rayon shirt. He looked like he was going to the club rather than like being a superhero. He ain't have no Batmobile. He didn't have like a fucking you know like a, a outfit or whatever. But I'm not a comic book guy. What got me fucking with this Luke Cage shit is this shit seem black as hell and it's got like a Marvel machine behind it. It's kind of <laughs> ill. And then the writing is so dope. There's parts where I seen like that one that one episode where they show Pops background and they show Pops getting busy doing something crazy and they step out of what they would do it and they take a flick <laughs> and... I With feel Jamel like Shabbat. I feel like that oh, was no Jamil. It, it was. was. They name they name checked them. Oh, did they say? Yeah, oh, they name checked them. It's so many <laughs> hip hop Easter eggs on this shit. Like the the fact that every episode is a gangstar fucking song. Like <clears throat> shout out to Cheo Hadari Coca. He used to be a vibe. He was the source. You know, he was he wrote uh, Notorious. Notorious. He wrote the book first. He wrote the book. Yeah, the Biggie book. Yeah, yeah. So. Like I'm just, I was already a fan of all. I was just a fan of him getting that opportunity to put something with Marvel on the screen, and it's bleeded so much hip hop. So I'm not like one of them guys that comes to like, I'm not a, I'm not a comic book uh, superhero movie kind of guy anyway. Typically, that CGI shit takes me out of it because it's just unbelievable. But you're saying Vlad, it's not enough of that for you. All right, so I guess, I guess it's a, you know. Uh, I I understand the limitations of it because you know I wrote my own pilot and I get how you have to pump the story and you have to um introduce the characters. Yeah, I think I think for me you do have to contend with the fact that it is a superhero show and you you do got to satisfy that thirst. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know the show is well written, but in looking at it, I think for example the show should open up within the first ten minutes. You should have seen something with special effects. Mm-hmm. Um. In my opinion. Well, you know what I'm saying? Me, I ain't no superhero person. I ain't no comic person. 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even know who Luke Cage was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just be honest. I, I, ain't, I, ain't even, a, I ain't know who Luke Cage was, none of that shit. I knew it was a show that was coming on Netflix that all the, all the blacks on the social media was fucking <laughs> excited about. So I was like excited too. Okay, black content. You know what I'm saying? My son, who is a comic fan, you know what I'm saying? He's a budding comic fan. He's, you know, 12 years old. He's a comic fan. He he was excited. So I'm like, okay, he's excited about this black show that's about to be on Netflix that's backed by Marvel. So I'm excited. I get into it, you know what I'm saying? I love the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not waiting on the special effects because I don't even know what's supposed to, I don't even know what his power is supposed to be. Right. So as they're spilling out the story, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm getting the historical moments. I'm getting the social moments. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting all of these references. I'm getting the hip hop references. You know what I'm saying? Shit that you would do in your own conversation, like you know what I'm saying? Da 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 da. da. You talking and you might might say enough, like mm-hmm. the damn Slick Rick record. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just in the script, and they just leave it like that. They don't intentionally make you think it's Slick Rick, but they just leave it just like Slick Rick said. Enough. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, okay. So I, I leaned into it, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm watching something that I get all of the references. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get all of the backstories, I get all of the history. And is and I know that shit is, you know what I'm saying, shit that I know and shit that's pointed towards me. So for me, I just took it as that. I didn't I didn't care about the it's a bigger budget than a whole lot of other black stories you see. So I wasn't complaining about the budget. Right. You know what I'm saying I was just happy. I was happy it was going down, and that they they took care to throw certain things and take care of certain parts of culture and certain parts of Harlem and the conversation around Harlem and Black culture and Black history. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying for me that shit was great entertainment. <laughs> it's dope. I like it a lot. I've um, again I'm only two and a half episodes in, but so far I'm really fucking with it. But see. I'm, I think we're both looking from it from different, right. you know, there's different expectations. Back to what Vlad was saying, as a superhero movie, you want to see a little bit more bells and whistles. Let me ask you the last superhero movie or show that kind of satisfied that thirst for you. So I'll be honest, man. On TV, I tend to stay away from superhero shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I stopped watching Daredevil. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even watch Jessica Jones. Uh-huh. Um I was watching The Flash, and I I stopped watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave Luke Cage a chance because the fact that it took place in Harlem and mm-hmm. it had it got people of color in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because I got to give it its just due because to at least point I'm gonna see if maybe episode five, six, or seven. Right. They really hit you. They really hit you with some with some stuff. Yeah. Um, but it you know it's really annoying to watch a TV show because I knew it going in. I already knew it. I was like they don't they don't have the budget. To give you to give you what you want, special effects wise. This is this is this is a bad example, but it's almost like watching a, an adult film, mm-hmm. and they wait to the last ten minutes to give you a, a you know a good a good adult scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, you know, it's like I want to see some <laughs> acting and story, but you know, you gotta you gotta give me some give me something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I see where you go with it. All right, yeah, yeah, no, that's, and that's, good, that's respectable. I can that's dig respectable. it. Respectable. I can dig but it. But I, I I love it. But it's, I'm gonna I'm do one little spoiler, not 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 nothing ah, not, not crucial, nothing crucial, yeah. nothing crucial. It's just one line. It's just one line to illustrate a point. Ahead, it's up. just one line to illustrate a point. Shit. And I'm not even going. I'm not gonna spell it all the way out. But it was one line in there where they said a couple of things that, I mean, you almost had to be you had to be all the way black black to 
to really get the reference. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder, like, how do people outside of the culture figure out what they just said right there? You know what I'm saying? I think I might know what you're talking about. No, it's later. It's, you haven't got this. It's late, way later in the scene. It, way later. It's like episode eight or nine. It don't have nothing to do with Greek life, does it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know why I know about that why shit? Why you know about it? Because I read for that. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. I read for that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I read for that shit and he did the call right. and the official shit. Uh-huh. And I had to hit one of my homeboys who was, you know what I mean, alpha or whatever. I was like, yo, but is it even cool to do? Because I got a brother that is a Kappa. And some of that shit is, right. you know, it's some not, little, it's not cool. Yeah. But see, they they didn't use the male one. They used the female one. Oh, okay. Maybe they switched like, it up. Yeah, they switched it up. It was like, you're going to let your, your Sora skiweed out of here. She's like, actually, it's a uwu. Mm. I'm like, if you're not of black culture. Right. Like, how do you even get that reference? But that's the beauty like, of life. That's, that's the beauty of it. You have to really go deep and dig and go, get your Google Man. on. You know how many times I went to Google for some white references in my life? I'm glad. Oh, yeah. Why did go to Google? <laughs> that's, that's, no my, that's the name of my new show. Why do you go to Google? Right, because that's the it, name of this podcast. No, <laughs> usually, it's not like that. Usually, they temper it down to make right. sure that everybody can get it. Right, but nah, that shit was just raw. Well, they say from the specific comes the universal. Exactly, you know. So, hey, but I could dig it though. I mean, everybody got their own, you know, their own expectations for what it is and shit like that. I like wow. the show. Um... So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching. You know, if it, if it gets picked up for a second season, yeah. my only my only my only suggestion to the writing would be to add some more of, um, you know, some amazing special effects to 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 uh, right to kind of to to kind of you know support it a little more. But other other I'm, than that, I'm 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 gonna keep watching it. Well, I'm, I'm sure ahead. they'll get a second season. They they crashed in and they crashed the Netflix. Well, and I'm also hearing though part of the feedback is uh, that uh, it's too black. <laughs> a lot of people are like, this shit a little too black for the. Uh, I came hey. for. Uh, I came for a superhero movie, and this shit is. This is fucking glory. Now, or whatever. And while I didn't, while I didn't know about Luke Cage, I did do a little back back research, and the, uh-huh. the comic itself was black as fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so if you know about the comic character, then there's no reason why you should even think it's too black because the original shit was too black. Well, check this out. Uh, Cheo Hadari Cooker, Coker, pardon, he uh, retweeted somebody who said, watching Luke Cage, I was shocked to find racism in myself. I didn't know it was there. <laughs> this is my confession and an invitation to watch Luke Cage. <laughs> so I'm not going to read the whole shit. I might try to put it online somewhere. But the first paragraph, because I haven't even read this whole thing, but the first paragraph says, I like to think of myself as at least somewhat woke. But I need to confess, I'm not as woke as I thought. Watching Luke Cage forced me to face my own racism when the thought, why is everyone black? Appeared <laughs> in my mind and quickly following was the feeling, I'm not sure if I like this show. <laughs> it was an undeniable gut reaction, but there I was. my There it was, my ugly. And then it, and it goes on, it goes on, but... uh. Uh, it's interesting. It's uh, obviously so. It's, it's a white woman. Her name is April. You Del know, you know, what makes me laugh. What <laughs> makes me laugh? D is that they, they write it as if it's like an act of courage. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I have to say this. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny is that's what um when Cheo retweeted it, that's how he retweeted it as he retweeted. He says uh, he says uh, courageous, 
and deeply appreciated. No doubt. So it starts the but, dialogue. But yeah. it's like, come on, man. Like, how many... Like, if you go into a, a show and you only see black people, you might say, okay, this is a black show. Right. But, like... Why is that a, such a thing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Every show we watch, we fall into, and that should be a white show, period. Yeah, but you know when you go with just some white shit that you didn't expect was going to be white. Listen, this like is what, what I'm saying. Like the Louis C.K. show? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I didn't. I knew but, it was going to be white. But the but thing I, is- I didn't, I've never been in a situation that white. Yeah. The so thing, I guess that's the experience. That's the experience for them. And right. I'm glad that they got that experience, because that's what the experience. We just got to deal with it. Right, like, well, right. I guess I'm in a white situation. <laughs> right. Hope I'm make it through but uh like she was like yo this is this is black shit i didn't realize it's gonna be this black right what's chris up? talk to us uh yeah i just wanted to jump in because i started watching mad men recently uh-huh. like three seasons in and i know you were a big fan of the show and to that point like when i watch it i i think that sometimes of like there's no black characters on the right. show at all you know what i mean so yeah. like you loved it, but that has to be something as you're watching it where you're like, there's not a black character on this. At thing. some point, you're you waiting. Yeah. That's why I really fuck with Tiana Paris because I think she might have been the Jackie Robinson of Mad Men. I think she was the first <laughs> Mad Men character and she's a great actress. But um, yeah, sometimes you just get caught up in the story, but there is that part of it where you like, Damn, they couldn't put a black motherfucker. Then, but then on the same time, you don't want the token role. You know what I'm saying? Right. You like if it okay if it's if it's if it's true to that culture, right? And it wasn't no black ad black ad execs in the in the office at that time. And it probably was. It probably wasn't. All right, then that's fair enough. But if it's fucking 2016. And there ain't no black people on this. Now I'm like, come on, now y'all just it's an oversight. Well, there was a couple white officers on that show. Yeah, it's some white folks in there. You know, people there. It's not, it's not all black. Yeah, it's black. It's black. It's black as hell. It's black because it's not only that the the people on the screen are black. It's the words. Yeah. It's the history. It's everything about that show is black. And if you don't know certain shit, you're gonna have to go to the Google. Right, but that's part of the charm of yeah. That's part of the charm, and that's show. part of the experience. Yeah, shit. Now, goddamn. Sometimes you they, just, you know. it's the future. I mean. I mean, uh, you know, talk to us. I, it's just, it's just like to me, the insanity of it is, is like, um, what I'm trying to, say, what I'm trying to say is like, the, for example, there's a Bruce Lee biopic now that right. that came out, mm-hmm. and they literally made Bruce Lee the second, the second lead in his own biopic. <laughs> right. Who's the first white guy? The, fr- the white guy named Steve, named Steve McKee. Yeah. Well, what did he do? And the, mo- and the movie's about him, how he learns Kung Fu <laughs> and tries to marry an Asian girl. And it's been, it's been massive stereo online. Like, how are you going to make a Bruce Lee film? Right. I have him as it's a called, it's called It's called Birth of the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon is the white guy? Dragon is the white dude. <laughs> oh, man. I laugh at that type of shit because it just took balls to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Hey. Have Bruce be like a supporting guy. Hey. You know, you know, why not? Hey. It's about Steve. It's about I mean, Steve. It's about Steve. Steve McKee. <laughs> you just see Steve with fucking white guys some sweatpants. I'm just trying to get like, his kicks like, together. Like Chris Rock say, just regular as fuck. <laughs> regular as a motherfucker. The nigga with Oscar. Who is this guy? <laughs> oh, I used to be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that's playing him now? Uh, Steve, uh... Uh, they didn't, I didn't. I'm looking at the article now. They didn't oh, say the sorry. character's name, but they just said his name is Steve McKee. That's the name of the actor. Oh, Steve McKee. Oh well. Oh well. Shout um, out to that man. And then you know, it's just like it's 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 massive. It's funny because I guess now that I guess pe- they're experiencing what it's like 
to watch TV and it's unfamiliar to you. They're not experiencing it though. That's one show. That's not experience. Right. They could not watch right, that right, shit. Right, 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 right. It ain't right. like they got to turn on ABC and NBC and every fucking thing you see is just unfamiliar as fuck. Except for when you do Great see point. it, it's some just some wild ass crazy shit is the worst. I kind of like it when white folks say that. It's black as hell. Yeah, because then I'm like, all right, then we yeah. we got it. And then and then it's in a safe space. They yeah. could sit at home and watch it on Netflix and and get to understand and learn a little right. bit. You know what I'm saying? They could treat it like, you know what I'm saying? Like a learning experience. It's like, it like if somebody hit your joint and they like, ooh, you smoke some, this is some <laughs> official shit. This ain't no boat. This ain't no Reggie black ain't no content. Reggie. This shit here no, is this, loud. This is dank. <laughs> dank. <laughs> it's Negro content. Any fucking and, and, uh, on, a, on, a, on another note, there was a show that, uh, I don't know if you guys saw Deadline, uh, NBC green, greenlit a, a pilot. Um, and it, it got canceled the same day. Hilarious! What is uh, it? Damn. The show, the show, the show was about, and I got to reread it. The show was about a, um, I believe, a white family, right? Yeah. And the dude, the dude gets a mail order bride from the Philippines. Uh huh. And how the woman saves his life and takes care of the family. But, but. and uh, it got it got it got the same day because of all the because of all the the protests. It got, it got uh, NBC pulled the plug on it because of mail order, mail order brides. Because of mail order bride, they th- uh, people were saying that it's a it's a lighthearted comedy on human trafficking. Mm. Wow. Uh, human trafficking, that's what it is. I know oh, a, I know a girl yeah. that's a mail order bride. Do yeah, she's prospering right now. Oh, she good. She's still married and shit. <laughs> she getting that she, paper. She good. No, I mean she she's, she was a mail order bride from uh-huh. from Ukraine or Russia or something uh-huh. like that. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And her husband, you know what I'm saying, ordered her in the mail. Uh-oh. And they still together. They <laughs> good. in the mail. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they good. They, yeah. they, they, they been together a few years. I think uh, she was on Oprah with that shit. But what's, I, the, what's the return policy on that I don't know, but they still together. They good. She living the life. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, she, she telling everybody? Like, no, you know. she don't talk about it, but if you look her up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I she, ain't she, was on, she was on Oprah and shit uh, okay. about, about uh-huh. being a mail order brother wow. and shit. She ain't ashamed to tell you about the shit. White she, woman? Yeah, she she from the Ukraine. A white guy? Yeah. Okay. And they she 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 having it out here. She cool motherfucker. And how's dude? What's his style? What's his whole he situation? Cool, he cool Because I always weird. It's always weird. It's just like, let me go ahead and order me a wife real fast. What's his lifestyle? Is it like he too busy to go hit the streets, hit Tinder? It's just what? I, I, I guess it was before Tinder, you know what I'm right. saying? He was a producer, you know what I'm saying? He, he had been around. He... He shit. He owned the studio. Uh-huh. Like if you watch Straight Outta Compton, uh-huh. when Ice Cube came to New York yeah. and recorded in New York, Quad, nah, Green Street Studios, right? He owned that shit. Oh, right. that was his shit. Like he, he's he that's was a, a famous ass too. Yeah, Beastie he, Boys. He was a fixture. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Uh, she came. I guess he. I don't know why he did it, but he did it, and she came, and shit. She's out here living. They were appreciated the sitcom. Look at they that shit. That would have been, you know what I mean? You know what I'm oh, man. The lighter side of the, the sex lighter, trafficking. I mean, I guess if, I don't know. It might have just, 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 just been arranged. It could have been a lookout. I guess, shit, it ain't no worse than Tinder. Could you do that? What? Order a wife online? I got a wife. I'm just saying, if you ain't have a wife. Ask Vlad. Vlad, could you order a wife online? Ah, shit. Uh, okay. absolutely not. Um, you know, I believe I believe in an introductory cup of coffee before I engage with anybody. Okay, oh, you, you like um, and, uh, you like Luke. Hard to have a cup of coffee with somebody. To do it like a Skype. Abroad. What about a Skype coffee? 
Hilarious. I can tell you this though. You know who I want to have a Skype coffee with? Who? Tell me. Uh, the girl that plays Misty, the cop on uh on uh, Luke Cage. Well, she's married. Yeah, she had a cup of coffee with Luke Cage, didn't she? Oh <laughs> boy, boy. So, her, yeah. so her name is Simone Simone Missick, and yes. she's right. on my she's on my leak list. Ah, uh, Simone. Damn. You like her? Um, you like very ha- very happy. Oh, I love her. Very happy with with her casting. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah, she 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 was a good look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your style, Vlad? That's exactly right. My that's right up my style. Oh, where? Right. I think the fans yeah, will be Simone. good. They'll be happy to hear that. Right. Natural, natural, natural black woman. Curly. Oh, she's. You know what I'm saying? She's, natural hair, big hair. Swanny Simone yeah, is on she's, the. Uh, play basketball and shit. Gotcha. That you part see. was. <laughs> but she, she said she played ball in real life. Oh, okay. Right. She looked actually, like she actually on the gram today. She, she posted a behind the scenes shot of that particular scene uh-huh. saying. That she never knew that her dad making her stay stick with basketball would help her in uh-huh. her her work. Oh, all right, well there you go. Yeah, I man, that's what's up, man. Shout out to um, Simone Missick. Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? She married yeah. though. Yeah. Is she married? Yeah, I kind of know. I know who her husband is because I know this cat Pete Chapman. Shout out to uh-huh. Pete Chapman. You know Pete Chapman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah filmmaker. Filmmaker. He yeah. did a movie called Premium a long time ago uh-huh. with uh, Dorian Missing. And she was in um, his other movie, uh, Black Card. Okay. Well, yeah. see, there's a whole yeah. little thing. Uh, who was her husband? Uh, this guy named Dorian Missick. Okay. It was a good movie too. It was a good little film and shit. Premium, man. It was a good, shout out to that man. Ooh, Pete, let me Pete add Chapman. her on. Let me add. Let me add her. Let me add her on Twitter. I got creep Vlad. Creep, 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 Vlad. Speaking of relations and chemistry, we got a new sponsor. Uh, Adam and Eve is a new sponsor. AdamandEve.com. Oh shit, we got a new sponsor. Go to AdamandEve.com for a limited time. And you'll get 50% off just about any item. This is a limited time only. You'll get 50% off just any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. You never know what you're going to get when it's a mystery from Adam and Eve. It could be just about anything. So uh, open yourself up to it. Anyway, uh, and to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Go to adamandeve.com and use code CONVERSE, you know, that references in the conversation, at checkout. That's CONVERSE at adamandeve.com. Use code C-O-N-V-E-R-S-E at adamandeve.com. And we're back. So, Vlad, what's popping out there, man? Uh, what do we got going on out here, man? Um... Just uh, you know, working. Um, I signed with a new uh, I signed with a new agency. All right. Uh, I'm now with uh, William Morris, William Morris Endeavor. All right. Shout out to this man here. Wear it um, up. Pop a bottle. Got, got some good meetings. I've been meeting with the guy. Uh, uh, you know John Regi? We do not. I don't not. No. Mm-mm. Uh, J- John John Regi wrote on uh. On the Larry Sanders show, and he also was a producer on Thirty Rock. Oh shit! Uh, I'm a big fan of Larry so Sanders he, show. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I bring it up. And uh, he told me some stories about Gary that I'll tell you when we meet up in person. I bet. Um, oh shit! And uh, working with him, trying to get something together. And then uh, I also met up with the guy. Uh, you know the guy who did the Wedding Ringer. Which Ooh. guy? Uh, the director's name is Jeremy Garlick. Nah. Mm-hmm. 
I've been meeting up with him too, and he's a he's a super cool dude, man. We're trying to find something creative to work on together. All right. Um, so we uh, we out here just trying to network and stay in the scene, and uh, probably going a couple episodic auditions. Um, and then uh, you know I'm coming to New York next week just do do a couple shows. All right. All right. Hopefully All right. stop by the stop studio. By the conversation or something. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, a big man. deal. Nah, man. You know, I know. <laughs> you know Ali Muhammad. He was on in the conversation. Uh, did a podcast with him. Yeah, 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 me. They know that dude. <laughs> anyway, man. What Shit else part. is going on, man? Man, I, listen, man. Talk to us, man. You know what I mean? The rest of the 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 black renaissance. What else was, was on was on the Solange album. Yeah, did you listen to so it? So Solange dropped the album. Yes, I listened to it. What I listened to it quite a few times. Okay. Actually. I let it burn. Oh. <laughs> you know what I, I listened a few times. I ain't let it burn like it should burn. I, I let it burn because you know, I, you know, when I put something on, if it, if it, if it catch me, I'm a I'm right. a rock with it. And Solange, you know, she was that was some that was some real black shit too. Now, yeah, she went in. She been in her militant bag for yeah, but, a bit, but but she put it in a in a in a form that was necessary, but then it was palatable at the same time. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But I think I think one of the things that she did and. Who is like the the real MVP? You know what I'm saying right now, is that you know usually she has the you know like like newer producers. You know what I'm saying right. who she friends with Brooklyn Cats. You know right. what I'm saying all that type of stuff. But um, with this album, she did a lot with Raphael Sadiq. Ah, uh, all right. So which green brings a nice balance to her. You know what I'm saying her her spunk and her wild and her you know what I'm saying right. her right nowness. It gives a a nice little, you know what I'm saying? Grounds it a bit. Grounds it a bit and gives it a good good foundation. You know what right. I'm saying? So Raphael Sadiq did a lot of the tracks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of the production. Then um, <clears throat> you know, so so I think it was it was a good album. Like Raphael Sadiq, one of them, that's like one He's of my favorite producers, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I like Salon. She go hard. She, you know what I'm saying? She tries, like she always tries to push it every time. Right. So And and Raphael, wasn't Raphael he, he was in Luke Cage. He was in Luke Cage. That's oh, what I'm right, saying. Right. He was Look in Luke that. Cage. Yeah. And he was he did, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the the musical situation with Insecure. Oh, uh, so shit. So he, he across the whole spectrum of this black renaissance. And Solange is the music director for exactly. Insecure. So, so you know what I'm saying? They all, it's all. It's a small it's a Nubian sp- circle. It's a small Nubian circle. That's <laughs> why all this <laughs> go. is going down. This shit is it. But but Solange got a couple of records on there that I'm, I'm fucking with. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? The Cranes in the Sky. I like Cranes in the Sky Cranes a lot. Sky. That's tough. Yeah, that's a tough record. That FUBU record is crazy. I gotta hear that again, but that's I, the one that was. You know what I'm saying? All my niggas around the world. It was, it's the blackest record on the. On I don't the know if I got to that yet, but I definitely oh, know Crazy Sky is popping. So the record, you know, what I'm saying the Fubu record, you yeah. know, is that's the one when she's like, some of this shit is just for us. Okay, you know what I'm saying? What we just talking about? Exactly. This is this is just for us, and then it's, she she's so savage with it that like towards the end of the song, she got a line where she's singing and shit. Don't be mad you can't sing along. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> like, cause some of this shit is just for us. You right. know what I mean? Which is which we know, which, you know what I'm saying? We right. execute in everyday life, which, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times nobody cares that it's just for y'all. But for her to just, you know, put it in a package where it's, it's not only saying it, but the rest of the album is, you know what I'm saying, reaffirming it, you know what I'm saying, uplifting, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, you went to the girl... Book signing where it was like, you know, don't touch, don't touch my hair. 
Red, yeah, Don't Touch My Hair, yeah. Yeah, that's the name of the song on one of the, that's one of the songs on yeah. Solange's album, Don't Touch My Hair. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, she's bringing out all of these points and bringing those things to the forefront of the conversation. Hey, the shit is good. It's just a good album. Nah, I like that. I like. She's always been like passionate and spirited. I, I, what I like about, I like that in just in people anyway. But what I like about with Solange in particular, she's really a student of this R and B shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like on a on damn near an academic level. You know, right. obviously she's an artist, and you know sometimes. It is is not as often that artists really research and do the knowledge and like you know study their craft, but she's one of these people that's like so into it. I remember her going back and forth on with John Caramonica about the importance of brandy because mm-hmm. I think right. he had said some slick shit about brandy, you know, because mm-hmm. brandy's one of these people could kind of be you know because she became such a big deal, right, and. She could kind of be dismissed as if she didn't have a fucking legitimate run out there, right, right. Uh, Rodney Jerkins and all of that. And I'll be honest, with you, I'm not the biggest Brandy fan, but I know she affected the game. And and a lot of people that came after her, yeah, used the same formula and used Rodney Jerk. That's how Rodney Jerkins really, you know, what I'm saying he's he started to spread it out and use the same style with other R&B artists, right. which effectively put a lot of artists on and effectively ushered in that generation of producers, the super producer generation, right. where you produce across everybody. You use your style right. to produce everybody as opposed to creating styles for an artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I was just struck by how hard she went to bat for Brandy because, you know, sometimes I think even within the culture... We can really shit on people if they, not to say if they fall off or if their career takes a lull, mm-hmm. we can act as if the shit don't matter and then years later you watch Unsung and be like, damn, or maybe I shouldn't have been so hard on these niggas because this motherfucker <laughs> really affected me. You know what I mean? But it's like somebody like really gives somebody their props in the moment. I was like, that's dope, especially to right. be an artist and and... And be like, yo, this person here really mattered. And not just in an empty way. Like, this person really mattered. Their, their music was deep. But, like, really breaking down what they did that was right. innovative, that struck you. And, and speaking on it in a way that was, like, damn near academic. So, I, I really fucked with And because that. Rodney Jerkins did, you know, come from Brandy and produce Destiny Childs and some of Beyonce's well, stuff. Go. So, she know firsthand. She know firsthand where the shit was coming from. And she curates... You know, she curates uh, fucking R&B, like black woman R&B with the St. Huron shit. Like, right. she's putting people out. Like, she made one of the better Cassie records that I've heard in a minute. There's um, there's the St. Huron collection that came out a while. There's a record called Indo. That's a popping-ass record by Cassie. And Cassie I don't think, still work? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's a mean little record. I mean, she I worked when she needs to work. Her handcuffed somewhere. She worked when she wanted to work. You can't go outside till I tell you. You can go hey, outside. Man, <laughs> Outside got my daddy blood on it. Oh man, I don't even. <laughs> He's a cake, goddamn Cassie. He's a cake. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's just the impression that I had of you know what I'm saying the situation. After she got with Puff, she just disappeared. Like you know what I'm saying, what happened to her? I don't know. She but show that... up every now and again on a red carpet here and there. Maybe she don't need to do it as much anymore. You know, I guess it's a different situation. But that endo is popping, man. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Endo, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, endo, endo. Um. So, so the Solange, between Luke Cage and Solange, you know what I'm saying? That was right. the binge, you know what I mean? Right. 
That was the bands, you know what I mean? That's shout black out. moments. Uh, shout out to Salon, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Appreciate you contributing to the Black Renaissance Weekend. Come up to you know, the conversation, Salon. You know what I'm saying? Come when you're back in, in New York, you know what I'm saying? I know you're gonna stop through Brooklyn, but you can stop through the conversation. Hell yeah, too. let's make it you know happen. We can make you know, that happen. You know, Solange is a is a mainstay in the Casablanca. I know he told me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we could get him. Casablanca's a bar out in Brooklyn, not too far from That's on my block. From the Muhammad Mansion. It's on my block. The Muhammad Mansion. <laughs> gotta own it, man. Hey, Just embrace don't, the don't have, don't have him, you know what I'm saying, coming at me like Kim K. Oh <laughs> man. I didn't really he had a whole story about that shit, but um man, I hope I hope everything's all right. That shit is this is crazy because uh yeah, man. I hope I hope everything is all right. <laughs> no, it's crazy because it's like uh, I've been wanting to go to Paris for a while. I've never been I to Paris. You're going to Paris, right? I'm going for my birthday. I'm going to go for my birthday. Let but him know. I, yeah, I'm letting y'all you know, know I'm going to Paris for my birthday. He ain't going birthday. to Paris. He acting like he ain't going, but he going. Shout out to the Paris conversationalists. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Polyvoo, Francais. Not you know really, but you know, shout out to y'all. If y'all out there, you know, show me love. Let me know where to go. If and not go. to go. Yeah, and not to go. <laughs> More importantly, yeah, with my Paris hood sherpas. <laughs> uh, but see, the thing with Paris is I had been saying I wanted to go. And, uh, you know, me and my lady. And then it's been uh, every time we was about to do it, some crazy shit happened. We was going to do the Amsterdam-Paris combo one time. And then mm -hmm. the, the fucking train. There was a shooting on the Amsterdam-Fucking-Paris train. Mm-hmm. Then we was thinking about doing it another time, and then it was a shooting at the uh, at the little cafes and all of that shit. Right. So then you're like, you know, what are we gonna do this? And then Kim Kardashian get fucking robbed, robbed, duct taped, and you know what I mean? Real fucking '90s abduction, <laughs> you know. But then I was like, you per know se, yeah, you can't be ruled by fear. Right. It's not like I'm going from fucking Des Moines to Paris. Right. I'm in a hot bed for wild shit anyway here in right. New York in the states. So yeah, no, man, I see all these, all these you know people on my timeline be all in Paris. And yeah, shit. like they ain't looking like they holding and got no hood shapers. Yeah. They just out there having it, enjoying this, this fashion week. It was fashion week last week no, in no Paris. Way. So shit. that's why all of them was out there. That's what's so, up. I mean, everybody. I'm seeing Eiffel Tower all up and down my timeline. Because to be honest with you, what, you, what we all should be scared of is these motherfucking clowns out here. Oh, 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 Did you hear about these clowns? Hilarious. Hilarious. These terrorizing ass clowns? Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Man. I didn't I didn't even hear about them, but I was in the park last no a couple of nights ago with my daughter. She wanted to ride the bike. So I was in the park with her. I took her across the street because I didn't feel like doing it earlier, so I told her I'd do it later. Yeah. So it's in the dark, you know what I'm saying? She riding around, some lights in there, whatever. She riding around, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just standing off to the side. Yeah. And then I see two girls coming up, and then one of them just started yelling, ah, and ran off. Because <laughs> I think her friend told her that I was a clown. Like, there was a clown. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what they was talking about. Right. And then um, then they when they started walking past, like, we thought you was a clown. I was like, never that. And then when I went back here. <laughs> never that. <laughs> we thought you was a clown. Never that. <laughs> Hilarious. Why the fuck did they think you was a clown? Because it was dark in there. You couldn't see. And then I had on black. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Then I had on, you know, like a little beanie. Uh. So they, you know, they ain't know what it was. I don't know. Shit. They've been watching <laughs> too much internet. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know the whole clown shit was a thing. Yeah, and then I went, when I went back in the house, and you know what I'm saying? Ironically, I saw a little post on some clown shit in Michigan. Man. So check this shit out. This is the interesting thing. 
Vlad, have you you've been hearing about this hysteria? Have you? <laughs> yeah, man, it's been it's been uh, it's been uh, it's it's borderline. Uh, it's creepy, man. It's creepy as hell. Clowns have always been creepy, though. You know they. Yeah. I mean, I but you know what? I wasn't. You know, I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't realize until I was older that a lot of people are weirded out and little like afraid of clowns. They, you know, I. I always. I guess I always seen joyous clowns. I or oh, I got it. You know, this guy in some makeup or whatever. Woman in some makeup or whatever. They. They here to make you smile. They're not really here to. You know, I didn't watch it, but um. So check this out. There's an uh. <laughs> there is a uh, article that came out that says, from Texas to Connecticut, sightings of strange clowns are on the rise. And accordingly, police officers are now in a position to have to deal with them. <laughs> the clown epidemic has also hit Utah. And in the wake of a series of online threats posted by some self-identified clowns, some people are getting scared. And then it goes on to say... Uh, the police officials in the city of Orem, Utah, are keeping a level head about it and would prefer if citizens did, too. They say, uh, here's seven words we never thought we'd be saying. Let's have a serious talk about clowns. Long story short, they're saying, listen, as uh, creepy as they are, please don't shoot random clowns. Did and somebody get shot? Did a clown get shot? I think a clown did get shot, but I'm not positive, so I don't want to give the... But what I'm saying is I got... I found out more about this because this guy Kwame Rose retweeted it and uh, basically just the irony in the statement. It says police of Utah advise no matter how creepy, please don't shoot random clowns. And he retweeted it says we advise the police no matter how threatening you perceive black people, please do not shoot us randomly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Drop shit. the mic. You know, that was a, that was a win. That shit is at 174 retweets. Hey, drop the mic <laughs> on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Damien, Damien, did you What's Damien, up? Damien, did you see any clouds in San Francisco? I did not see any did I see any clouds? I didn't see any clouds in San Francisco. Shout out to the whole San Francisco. I see some wild shit while I was out there. Two dudes was walking down Hate Street with just butt ass naked with aluminum foil on their dicks. Yeah, it's San Francisco. That's though. some San Francisco shit. <laughs> but uh Shout out to everybody that came out to Cobb's Comedy Club, man. We had a great time. Shout out to Molly over there. Shout out to my man Anya Malik for hosting. Shout out to Sal Kalani for uh, featuring, man. We had a good time out there. San Francisco is just always a fun, a fun city. It's such a, it's a dope looking city. It's like one of the, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful cities. It's like it's designed by Instagram. You know, it's a steep ass <laughs> city. It's steep as fuck. But other than that, man, I had a great time. You know, I got to go to my spot. House of Nan King. What's that? That's like, I think that might be my favorite Chinese food restaurant in America. Damn. In America. I'm going that far with And he a Chinese connoisseur. I do. I fucks with a good shout out what, to- What was the name of that again? Uh, House of Nan King. House of Nan King. Yeah, if you get there, check it out. I found it. i tell you the first time because it was, uh, yeah, yeah. House of Nan King is bananas. They do a, if you go there, get the sesame chicken. And they 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 slice up sweet potato in there. I never had that before. It takes it to a whole nother level. It's official. <laughs> but anyway, overall, man, we had great times. We had great shows. You know, the people came out, you know, show love. We kicked it, bugged out, man. San Francisco's always fun. I'll be in uh 
Tempe, Arizona this weekend at the Tempe Improv, but I guess we that's might what, be rushing that's what we're doing that. No, I'm we sorry. I just got caught up in, <laughs> I we I got caught up in the moment, man. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I will say this. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead. We'll talk about some of that in a little bit. Well, let's, let's, let's get back to conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, got, I started talking about dates out here. Let's get it. Well, I mean, dates, Jose, you, you want to talk about something about talking, small talking? Oh, no. You know, I was at that event last night, man, and sometimes my small talk, my small talk is hit or miss. Sometimes, you know, sometimes my small talk is just swish, swish, you know, just from the three-point line. <laughs> It's just right. nothing but that. Then other right. times it's clanking off the rim, right. you know. And it, it all de- it all depends. Sometimes, sometimes you're in the mood for small talk. Sometimes you ain't really got a whole lot to say, right? You know. And it's uh, I think the thing about small talk is I think we make it, even though we call it small talk, we make it bigger than what it really is. Just be you in that moment. Or, Fuck it. Or sometimes it's just useless ass conversation. It is, but. I can't, yeah, it's useless. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, I mean, not that you can't do it. Some people just jump in and, and you know, go with it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a small talker myself, man. I, I'm the worst. I, I probably have lost money because I ain't no small talker. Yeah. Because once you start getting to just jibber jabbering about jibber jabbering and shit. I think you're good at small talk. Nah. nah. Only if I'm into it, into the conversation at hand, but. Just generally, hey, how you doing? Exactly. I'd rather a conversation than small talk. Vlad, where you at on the small talk spectrum? You know, D, you know me, man. As long as it's not a loud environment with a lot of lot of music and a lot of alcohol. Yeah. No alcohol? No, he don't fuck. Well, you know, I don't drink. So if it's loud and people are drunk. What if it's quiet and people are drunk? <laughs> I, that's a that's a weird combination, but I'll say this. <laughs> I say, I'll say this. You know, in a so in a social atmosphere, like in a nice little restaurant. Yeah, I'm a beast. Okay, <laughs> but that's okay. not small talk. That's a setup. That's a like a that's an environment. That's setup. I'm talking about if you had a party and it got to be no loud right. environment. You had a, like a, a fucking just a little a meet and greet, or you know like a okay so. Uh, you got signed to a new agency. Agency has like a little cocktail party. Right. Meet the people. You know what I mean. A couple of the clients are there. The, the people are there, and there's some music playing. People are drinking a little bit. You don't have to drink, obviously. There's water and shit, like you know. But everybody's coming around. Hey, Vlad, how you doing? What's going on? Where you at with it? Uh, I'm 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 very I'm very I'm very good at that. You know, right. there are there are a few exceptions to the rule. When uh-huh. I find somebody who I think is when I find somebody who I think is annoying. Mm-hmm. What do you do? How do you get um, out of small talk? Out of you, get, you know, you got you you got to give them big talk. Uh oh, uh oh, talk to us. What's that? It's small. If they hit you with small talk, you hit them with big talk. Excuse me, I got a, I got this call from my manager. Excuse me, I got this thing that I'm working on. <laughs> so you just you, you dis- Oh, so you just starting on motherfuckers. Big, big talk. Hit, oh you got shit, big, you about big to talk. be an asshole. See, <laughs> this is like you know what this motherfucker told me. See, a lot of times when you in a small talk situation. You know what I'm saying? Big talk. I like it's, that. It's usually it's usually you in a room and it's some, and it's and it's white people in the room and then y'all had to try to figure out what y'all gonna talk about and shit. 
And you said who? What said it? I said usually when it's a small talk situation, uh-huh. and then, you know, what I'm saying you in a room with white people, and y'all got to figure out what to talk about. So it's only it's only small when it's white folks. No, no, no. I'm just saying you, that's usually when I'm in a situation where it got to be some small talk. Right. If it's black people, you got shorthand. different kind of shorthand that you could skip skip through it. What's you know the what default saying? shorthand right now? Black. You had a good old black function, <laughs> and it's just women around people around. What are you opening with? I don't know. It depends on it depends on what's playing, who I'm talking to, what you know what I'm saying, what the situation is. Okay. But it's always a shorthand Niggas get shot. that you could you could skip through and you know what I'm saying, be on the same level. Okay. But when you're in a room full of white people, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, it becomes small talk because, you know what I'm saying, usually they come and they wanna, you know, engage you and then they just come with a random piece of conversation. Right. And and I'm not very good at that. Okay. Now, what I do know, when, you know what I'm saying, when I'm when I'm talking with with um, you know, white people or whatever, if it's a business situation, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a lot of times you can get to, you know, saying whatever the industry or situation shit you in. But if you're in a regular room mm-hmm. and it's not a business situation, mm-hmm. the default shit I go to, you know what I'm saying, all the time with small talk is some shit with your kids. <laughs> because so I, got I, kids. Because I, I found out, you know, what I'm saying that no matter what, you know, what I'm saying white, black, Chinese, other kid shit is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying if your kid two years old is gonna go through the same two right. year old shit that a black kid gonna go through, okay. that a white kid gonna go through, that a Chinese kid gonna go through, like what? Just eat the terrible twos. It's just some universal shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take your kid to school. I gotta pick my kid up from school. Right. That's some universal ass shit. But we got universal shit even beyond that. We all I, go I, to work. I, I, I ain't talking about you don't that. Wanna go that far. Nah, see, a lot of times when when you talking with white people and black people, they don't, they don't even they don't even see you going to work. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta get them. You gotta get them to a place. You gotta get them to a place where everybody can see the same shit. You know what I'm Hilarious. saying? Just like, just like them people who watching Netflix, watching Luke Cage. They not right. watching the same shit as you. So do you think that they think your kid is going to a worse school than their kid? And until I until I break it down. Okay. And then we're on the same page. Then they then they want to know. Then the small talk. They want how this kid got into that situation. Then the small talk turns to big talk. Okay. Cause like, wait, hold up, you got some information that I need to know. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Cause hey, hey. Because they automatically assume certain shit. That's what small talk is really about, too. <laughs> it's a lot of guessing and hunches and sizing each other up. That's why but it's awkward. It's preconceived notions, yeah. all that play into it. So, like I said. Projection. Like I said, when you get the kid shit, right. it level the shit out because, first of all, they, they don't un- understand that you even involved with your kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Black like, fathers. That, that shit don't even, that shit don't even come They don't even know black fathers but is then, on the air, on but TV then, one. But, but then when you break it down, yeah. they're like, oh, oh, he's not only involved, he might be good at this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucking anomaly. So then, then, then it levels everything out and it makes the rest of the, all the other random shit you talk about, uh-huh. it makes it better because now... All the preconceived notions are smashed, and you know what I'm saying? You're on the same page. Now, and and we, it's, it's other tools to use that, but I, I find that kids is a great tool because everybody understands that shit. Now, what if you black, you got to talk to white folks, and you have no kids? What can we do now? Now you had to figure some shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Help <laughs> us out in the comments. <laughs> 
Now you gotta, oh, you gotta figure out, you know what I'm saying? You gotta figure out where y'all at with it. You know what I'm saying? Then you gotta figure, I mean, there's other ways to bust through the preconceived notions and the yeah. stereotypes and all that shit. But you know what I'm saying? It it really, like I said, man, when when my kids start going to school, like when I put my kids in school and I'm I'm a young parent, I don't know shit, you know what I'm saying? And when they they in school and they have these white friends and white you know what I'm saying? White families coming together and right. you in the elevator and all that shit. You know, again, they have stereotypes. They don't know you. They never been around somebody like you, 20-something years old and, and just black. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How you know? Because when you start talking to them, you uh, find out. Uh, that shit. I ain't never been around no young black person. <laughs> but my kid love your kid, so kind of like we kind of got to be cool. That's got to be interesting, too, because that's a different level of small talk. Like the kids like each other. Right. We don't even know each other, but the kid, let's do it for the kids. It's that's, almost like a fucking a terrible uh, relationship. But but listen, man, I got this this famous situation in my house. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I need to shoot something on it, really. Yeah. But- my wife set up a play date. That's what uh-huh. you do when you, you know what I'm saying you right. in school with, with white kids. You know what I'm saying your wife. You set up a play date. You know what I'm saying. So a play date is you know when you when when your kids you know like each other and they want to hang out. So you set it up with the other parent for a time for the kids to hang out. So <clears throat> in this particular case, my wife set up all the play dates. You know what I'm saying. I don't I don't do that. So she set it up, but then at the time that it was time to go. She wasn't available. So I had to do the play date. So now I show up, you know what I'm saying? It's in Cobble Hills, a big brownstone. You know, Vlad, you know about Cobble Hill? I'm here. Uh, not too much. Well, anyway, Cobble Hill is a nice, you know what I'm saying? It's a proper side of town. A lot of big brownstones. It used to be kind of, you know what I'm saying, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, blackish, but now it's all white. Giant brownstones or whatever. So we go to the house. I go to the house with the kid. And the mother, she's not expecting uh the dad to show up. You know what I'm saying? She's expecting the mother. So now here I come. I come in the I come in, you know what I'm saying? It was six foot something black man with the kid, the, the play. You know what I'm saying? She looking like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I'm saying? So so the so as soon as we walk in, the kids run upstairs. And then it's me and her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she looking like, okay. Um, it's awkward. Dude. Yeah. So she just like, fuck it. Um, I'm going to open a bottle of wine. <laughs> would you? you would you it's lubricant. I'm like, all right, back. You know what I'm saying? So she opens the wine. You know what I'm saying? Two bottles later, mm-hmm. we best friends like a motherfucker. Because, you know what I'm saying? Once we started talking and shit, she know, she know people I know. She, you know what I'm saying? She was the exec at one of the companies. You know what I'm saying? Will worked over there. Alex worked, Alex okay. worked in her department. Okay. She said, oh, I know them. So we knew mutual people. Right. And it was a great time. Dope. And right now, like, that, that family, like, that's some of our good friends right now. You know what I'm saying? We hang out all the time and shit and do shit. Mm-hmm. Because... In the small talk, we realized that we had certain shit in common, but it was the kid shit mm-hmm. that actually put it on the same level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For a motherfucker, how to kind of see what you about. They say the more awkward conversations you have, the better off you're doing in life. It's in this book, uh, The Four Hour Work Week. They feel like if you gotta, you know, if the conversations you're having are uncomfortable, it must mean you're talking to new people. Because right. if you're talking to the same old, same old, it's very like, oh, we, you know, we talk about the same old, same old. Right. But when you got to talk to some new people and kind of uh, summon something new to say, hopefully you're in a better situation to where maybe there's a new opportunity. But anyway, 
<laughs> we about to transform and roll out. Vlad, tell the people where you're going to be at. I will be in New York City Thursday to Sunday performing at the Stand Comedy Club all weekend. All week at the Stand Comedy Club in New York, 20th and 3rd. Come see me. There it is. There it is. Anything else? So that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, Muhammad. Ah, uh, man, shit. We, we shooting a couple of things this week. Um, shooting the next episode of uh, Just Being Black. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be coming up in about a week or so. And then, you know, I'm preparing myself for FAMU homecoming. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying, getting all that shit together. You know what I'm saying? I got to get a grill, man. You know what I'm saying? Get my drinks together. Mm-hmm. So when we show up, everything's on deck. You know what I mean? And then, shit, that's it, man. You can catch me, y'all, at Mr. Muhammad on Instagram, Mr. Muhammad on Twitter, at Thorough TV on the Snap. Oh, shit, I hear that. All right. Well, look, I'm about to be out in Tampa, uh, Arizona at the Tem- – uh, I'm sorry, not Tampa. I'm going to be at Tempe, Arizona at the Tempe Improv, the 6th through the 8th. Uh, come on out. That's Thursday through Saturday. Come through. Get your tickets now. Weekend after that, I'm going to be at the Spokane Comedy Club. And then the weekend after that, I'm going to be at Caroline's Comedy Club. So start getting tickets now. Also, I'm in this, uh, Anna Wise just put out a video for her song, Go, on her last album. I think, I think it's called The Feminine Act. Uh, I got a, I got a little spot in that, so check that out. It's on YouTube. I probably posted on the In The Conversation page and on my, um, my, um, Facebook page. But until then, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy to get in the conversation. We out! of it all is to be in the conversation this has been a stand-up labs production powered by digital media subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc stand clear of the closing doors please we out